Welcome to episode 15. It is episode 15, isn't it? Um, mate, last week, last week, banged. Yeah, we've got, um, as of now, we've got like 215 views, I think. It's not bad. Getting close to that magic 1,000. <laughs> yeah, 216 on that one, the one before 210. So those are our two highest um, videos, actually. So uploading in the manner that I suggested and only doing one every fortnight looks to have worked. No, because the, the episode, the first episode we did back, barely got any views. I think they're just very uh, clickbaity videos, aren't they? Yeah, off, off, I, I knew the recent one would do that. But the, I guess the one before that, we spoke about Fury, Jake, Paul fight and... Okay, so, so I guess that's clickbait as well. So we'll have to speak about what we're planning to do in this episode anyway is do a few deep would you other questions. However, we'll put the titles like we have our say on such and such, Al-Qaeda or something yeah. like that. Saying that, so do you, when you put more aggressive titles, so like if you include the words like war or death or like fighting and things like that, they tend to get more views. Apparently, it's human, 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 natural human instinct to look at like those sort of words, like the well, whole babies looking at aggressive faces thing. Yeah, well, we know what we're going to put in the title then. <laughs> babies, babies war. Just put in war, whatever. Clickbait, clickbait, clickbait. Yeah, that's it, mate. That's Good all. Stuff. Right, uh, should we get cracking then? Yeah, a bit different today. Um, my. Uh, I had a flat tire this morning, so I couldn't go around to the studio. Um, it's tire. fine now. We could be doing this face-to-face, Phil. No, but I didn't want to start driving then, and all of a sudden here, like, bom, 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 bom. Um, <laughs> run out of petrol. Yeah, exactly. Well, exactly like that. And I've punctured that. I've popped that, burst that same tire before, and it was not a great experience. So, um, yeah, hey-ho. But we move. a hey, technology nowadays, you know, mm-hmm. Zoom, you've got this a horrendous pixelated camera. Um, but, hey, no, no, I mean, mine is not great, I don't think. It's the same, mate. Fucking recorded in 8K Ultra HD. It reminds me of, you know, you don't really go on Twitter, do you? But the last couple of weeks, there's been a tweet that says, like, respond to this tweet with your favorite videos. And it's people putting in videos that would have gone around on Bluetooth, like back in the day. Like, you know, that video of that geezer driving a tractor being like, shall I do him? Shall I overtake him? I should, shouldn't I? And then overtaking his dad. And he's like, he does not look happy. You know the video or? Never seen it. (laughs) But yeah, today we're going to ask some deep would you rather questions. So what prompted this? Actually, I watched another podcast do it. And um, I thought a few of the questions, I haven't stolen their questions, but I thought a few of the questions that they asked were quite good conversation um, starters. So first one that I've got is, would you rather be rich and not respected or just be normal but respected by everyone? Uh, Is that like, are you respected like worldwide or? I think we can just say by people you know, I guess. By people you know. Um, Or people who meet you type thing. Oh fair. I yeah, I'd I'd say that because then you can you can leverage that into money. Everyone respects you and like everyone's like, oh yeah, decent bloke and that you're more likely to get opportunities which could lead to more money. Where if you 
then no one's got like any respect for you. Then you're just kind of a rich arsehole with no mates, isn't it? Yeah, but I don't think you have to respect all your friends. You could still have friends. I'm sure I have some friends that I don't <laughs> respect all of their life decisions and choices and what have you. Um, I do a podcast with one of them, actually. Oh, you've got another podcast with someone else. Yeah, I mean, as I, I would expect that answer from you, try as someone who doesn't have already hold any respect from others. Um, it'd be nice if you just strive for, <laughs> for respect. Not very nice thing to say, is it? <laughs> no, I'm joking. I think um, why it's interesting for me is because I think most people would say respected, but I think I'd rather be rich because I just sort of think if you took my situation now and just added money to it and everyone didn't respect me, but I still had like my family, misses, and so, loads of money. So is there people still like you? Because there's a difference between like yeah. I've got people that I like, but I'm like, I, I mean, I don't have a lot of like respect for you as a person. I think we should quantify what we mean. How about, like you said, everyone thinks you're a rich arsehole. Everyone thinks you're a flash prick, a rich arsehole. You don't get any respect in with your, whether it's friends, you have friends, but they don't respect you. Colleagues don't respect you. Um, I guess like someone who gets an inheritance. They're super rich, but no one really looks at them with any respect. You just think you're a silver spoon-fed gimp, basically. If we quantify it that way, probably respect, I guess, because like you say, respect can get you in the door. And if you build up a good rapport with someone and someone who's looking to hire you or looking for an investment opportunity uh, respects you, then I guess you are likely to get more opportunity. But I think I'm well-respected and uh, no one's biting my hand off for opportunities. So who knows? Obviously, you're not respected enough then, Bill. That's what it is. Don't don't put your your own issues onto me, please, Joe. Projected. Um, yeah, no, I do think I'd go for the the respect. It does. It depends on what level you go to, though, doesn't it? Because if it's just if it's just your mates or like you're not gonna get respect beyond your current circle, then yeah, it's a bit. It's pointless, isn't it? You might as well you might as well just become a rich arsehole. Yeah, it's a tough one. Because I also sort of don't really care. I care about like what a handful of people think. And like some of my best friends, I care about what they think. I care if they respect me, my family, I care what they, but a lot of my friends, if they turned around and said they don't have respect for me or they don't, I don't think I'd care that much either. I think there's a few like select of really good friends that I would, but overall, I don't really care what the vast majority of people do think of me anyway. So I would maybe be rich because I couldn't care less anyway. You can think I'm a dick. I'm, I'll cry in my baguette. Um, <laughs> in my mansion. You've been watching too much Andrew Tate, isn't it? What colour is your baguette? No, oh, he's a melt. Um, no, I don't know. It's a tough one. I'm going to... Right, final answer. I'm going to go... Respected. Yeah, I'd say respected. Well, this is a good one too. Mm-hmm. Would you rather be remembered for only for the bad things you've done or be forgotten straight after death? Uh, forgotten straight after death. Most people are forgotten straight after death anyway. No, they're not though, because you've got to think, if you died now, you'd be remembered for the rest of my life. Mate. Which is sorry, another 60 mate, years. I've got a really good quote about this. I've got to get it up. It's funny you've mentioned this. 
So by a geezer called Alex Hormozzi. I don't know if he actually made this up. I'll actually, I'll read the whole quote. Here we go. Oh, fucking Twitter. Not now. Oh, here we go. So everyone is going to forget about you six months after you die. And in three generations, everyone who ever knew you will be dead. Probably worth doing what you want, what you want between now and then, because everyone's going to forget about you eventually anyways. Yeah. However, that, yeah, there is that three generation that gets spoken about a lot in terms of your name will stop getting mentioned in two generations or whatever. Your grandparent, your grandkids will remember you, but but they won't probably speak about you to their kids because it's not something you do really. You speak about your parents, and yeah. So in in sixty years, in fifty sixty years, most people have forgotten, completely forgotten, because everyone they ever knew is dead, and majority of the people who are around now were never around when when they were alive um but still the, you haven't answered the question yeah so that's it i'd rather just because or if you're going to be remembered for all the bad things you've done does that same thing same thing still apply that after a few generations no one's ever going to remember you anyway yeah yeah we're not talking like you're hitler i think we're talking like your actual family <laughs> no like you're not going to be some historical villain but your um, your family and friends say like your mum at your funeral only then has memories after you die of times you've annoyed her, times you've upset her, times you've thrown up all over the floor and you've downstairs toilet, um, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd one, just, time, one time's enough. I'd still um, I'd still probably rather be forgotten because I don't think it's nice to have just purely like sour memories of someone that's passed away. But the idea of your family just I agree, but your family and friends is, just after die, it's just boom, out of head. Yeah, but then no one will ever speak about or think about you again. Your whole life. But then what would you rather every time someone thought about you that they were just pissed off and they were like, oh, that cunt, like, I wish you never fucking existed in the first place. Or up until the day you die, they have a great time with you. Well, they can still do that regardless. But they're not gonna. They're not gonna remember the great times. They're all they're gonna do is remember the bad times. So I'd rather them just have a great time, and then forget about it. Yeah, I would. I would agree. I'm just playing devil's advocate. I think being forgotten straight away is horrendous. Mm. And yeah, naturally, you don't want your family and friends, like your close family and friends, to only remember bad stuff about you. But to be forgotten completely and never thought about again as soon as you die, that is no one at your funeral. Because it's as soon as you die. So no send-off, you die, and then everyone just forgets about you. Uh, and you get to save a few quid on funeral costs. Yeah, true. Who do you leave your inheritance to? Pardon? Who do you leave your savings to? Say you've got kids. Well, you can't leave them. This wasn't part of would you rather. This wouldn't, you never said you can't leave stuff to people. Well, how, how are you leaving it to them? They don't remember you. There's no funeral. There's no will. Well, oh, no, 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 you're just, you're fucking adding in layers to this. And then no, it's, 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 it's the case. Okay, so if you're, so if you if you can't leave anything to anyone, then obviously you'd be the arsehole, wouldn't you? Because then you can leave whatever you've got to someone. But I feel like you're adding in unnecessary would you, layers. Would you want to leave something behind to someone that only thinks bad things of you? Oh, Siri's getting involved. Um, yeah. Fuck it, because obviously I don't only think bad things of them if I'm going to leave them side behind. You don't have anything either, really. Just that oh. bottle. 
I don't actually have any, I don't have any grandkids or kids yet. So yeah, I agree though. Yeah, I think uh, forgotten. While it's it's a sad con- either way is sad. Like there's no there's no winning answer there. Everyone remembers bad stuff or you just get forgotten. Both is peak, but I think it would be the um the latter for sure. Get just get forgotten. Right, mm, like, like you, you are forgotten eventually anyway. So yeah, you are. Yeah, it's like have you seen that film? Um, that Mexican cartoon film. It's a Disney film, but it's set in Mexico. The Day of the Dead or something. Oh, um, Coco. Coco, yeah. And the concept they have in that, the Day of the Dead, they put up all pictures of family. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. I just know what the film's called. So basically, they, on the Day of the Dead, you know, it's a big celebration in Mexico. On the Day of the Dead, basically, families put up pictures on, like, the mantelpiece of all family members that they've lost. So father, mother, brother, whatever it is, grandparents. And they put up photos of that as a celebration, and they, they then celebrate. But what happens in Coco is people in the afterlife can come back to Earth for one day, not as, like, a physical being that the people can actually see, but they can come back to Earth and, like, be around their family, etc., as a spirit. Um, for one day or on that day of the dead and they've got like like barriers and security and stuff when you're passing over and if no one's put up a picture of you i.e you've been forgotten you can't come through and you can never pass through into the world again so that's the concept of so in that he's working i think the the kid is trying to basically save someone who's his real dad or his real granddad or something that no one knew it was. And there's no pictures of him. No one remembers him, etc. Um, So without getting a picture of him and putting it up and getting back to the thing, he can't ever come again. But that's a, that is a sad concept as well. What you're saying about in a couple of generations, everyone forgets you, is in that day, the dead thing that they do, if no one's put up a picture of you, it means you've forgotten essentially and you can never come back. Um, So yeah, pretty deep. Sad stuff. Is deep filling out the deep bars once again. Another good one. Would you rather be the smartest person in the world or the richest? I will answer this first. I would rather be because this is a tricky one as well. Like richest in the world would be nuts. (laughs) However, you could be just a dumb fuck with no personality as well, and you could know nothing, which is also pretty horrendous. Because even if you're the richest man in the world. You could just get scammed by fucking solar panel salesmen and window glazers and what's whatnot out of your money. I would rather be the smartest double, person. Double in the world. glazing, double glazing salesman, uh, Jeff Bezos. Yeah, double, yeah. Well, you know what I meant. Um, I'd rather be the smartest person in the world because you can use that. Not only are you literally the smartest person in the world, you can use that intelligence for money. You can set up businesses. You can go on like fucking. I want to be. A, billionaire or whatever and answer every question right and win that money so you could build a fortune up just by using your intelligence anyway is the way i saw it i feel like again it's adding just because you're the richest person in the world doesn't mean you're then the dumbest person in the world does it no i didn't say you have to be but i'm saying you could well be you could still be an intelligent person by all means but you could well be the richest in the world but dumb or the only thing I would say is like being the smartest person in the world, historically, the smartest people in the world aren't the richest people in the world. Like you look, so you if someone was like name the smartest person, people would be like Einstein, Stephen Hawking, or I'm trying to think. To be fair, Elon Musk, apparently he's like super smart and he's one of the richest men in the world. 
But if yeah, no, I agree. Like famous scientists, they're not typically known to be the multi-billionaires of the world, are they? No, but I'm saying this is you answering it. So if I could snap my fingers and be the smartest person in the world, I would use that intelligence to get money. Mm. Yeah. yeah, how uh, I suppose how do you quantify like the smartest though? Are you smart in one subject or do you just know fucking everything about everything? I think I don't know. Because no one can know every like no one can know absolutely everything in the world. But I think intelligence is how easily you can learn things and pick things up. So like say you had a photographic memory, so you could read absolutely everything in the world and then just know it. Or what's I don't know, smartest, highest IQ, sharpest, quickest thinker. But you could use that for a lot of good as well. Well, you're gonna become a super super villain, smartest man in the world. I've become Batman. Um it's yeah. actually quite interesting, though, that someone is the smartest person in the world and probably doesn't even know. Yeah. But then there is, there's a lot, I say there's a lot, but like IQ tests and that, they don't, they're not great. Um, what's it? They're, they don't transfer over into a lot of things. So, like, you get some people that have got fucking, because they do a lot of it with kids, don't they? Like, they'll test their IQ and be like, oh, this kid. He's a fucking child genius, like better IQs than some of the best minds in the world. But he has no idea how to have a conversation with another child, can't play, can't think themselves out of situations. Like they've got no real world, no real world skills, but they can fucking do algebra. It's like, well, great. But what are you going to do when you're trying to pass your driving test? Probably drive. No, but you know what I mean? There's just like, there's no other skills. So I'd probably, yeah. probably be the richest person in the world. You've not convinced me. I think smartest, definitely. Because you just know, you know everything. You know absolutely everything. You've got the best business acumen. Oh, okay, so you just, you just, I just said, do you know everything about everything? And you've said, mm, I don't know. So if, yeah, if you're going to know everything about everything, then I'd be the smartest person. No, you can't change your answer. You've already answered. Um, but I mean, what you're saying as well about the smartest person, but you can't interact. I'm putting myself as the smartest person. I can interact with people. You know, I'm not autistic. You're the smartest. You just get to you get to choose. No, no, I'm saying like I would put that in me. You're you're asking, do you rather be the richest person or the smartest? If you could just make me the smartest person in the world then I'd rather be that person. I wouldn't want to shapeshift into some four-eyed little loser. No offence, but like some little dork. Oh, that is the oh, smartest oh, person in the world. I wouldn't want to um, like morph into whoever the smartest person in the world currently is. I would just want that intelligence in me, I think. But I think I'd go for uh, smartest, for sure. Uh, well, yeah, you, you could use the intelligence. Um, but yeah, I'd definitely, I'd go for richest. What's, uh, what's the next question? <clears throat> um, be blind or deaf would you rather be blind or deaf uh, deaf yeah deaf 100% yeah same I think with blindness like with deaf it's peak not being able to hear but you can still see everything and have your wits about you and obviously you can still communicate via sign language and whatnot. Um, being blind I think would be absolute horror even though you can hear things and feel like 
it, I just think that would be absolute horror, like not knowing what's going on around you, not being able to see. I mean, there's circumstances where hearing is obviously more important than seeing. Um, like if you're crossing the fucking deaf from birth, so like you've never heard anything in your life, or are you like if you gradually become deaf? Um. Well, either would you rather be born blind or deaf? Firstly, uh, I'd rather be born deaf. Yeah, I feel like as well, you've got uh, you've got hearing aids, haven't you? Although it doesn't fix it, it helps. Whereas, and I wish you're deaf. You're deaf. Deaf, like you can't hear because you could just say, Oh no, we'll put your glasses and then you're not blind. No, you are literally deaf. <laughs> I, I, wear glass, I wear glasses and I can see without them. I don't need a fucking like, um, no, no, but I'm saying you're blind or deaf, full stop. You can't put on glasses, you can't put a hearing aid in, you're blind or deaf. Um, I'd rather be deaf for sure because you, I think you have to see what's going on around you, yeah. No, yeah, 100%. I'd rather be deaf, but even in, in like. Like watching TV, you can put subtitles on. Whereas when you're blind, you can listen to TV, but you can't see it. So it's like... Even the TV. <laughs> braille. Um, like during sex, you can't see, but you can hear them moaning or whatever. <laughs> Not that you make women moan, but um, you can't see it. Yeah, And that's what arouses you, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah, I suppose it's all, all your senses, though, isn't it? With that, so that's why some some people well, like no, blindfolded during. When you're in a pub, not you, but just in general, or a club, and you see a fit bird, you don't hear her speak and go, "Oh, that sounds like a fit bird." You don't go up to her and feel her breasts and go, "Oh, that feels like a decent bird." You <laughs> use your eyes because that's where the that? first point of attraction comes. Love isn't all about looks, obviously. But the first point of attraction to a woman or to a man, if you're a woman or whatever, is the like physical, visible attraction. You see someone, you think they look decent. And then most people, not you, but most people would approach that person and then speak to them. Hey, you've got a fucking issue with me. You've been digging me out a lot this episode. <laughs> I'm joking, mate. I'm sure you do sometimes. He gets one girlfriend in his life, all of a sudden becomes fucking hitch. Yeah, you only need one. <laughs> that's it <laughs> unless the relationship fails um, which touch, touch would it shine but you only need the one mate the one could be for life that's true that is true are you trying to dig out my relationship and hope that it ends or oh no you got jumped, jumped the gun a bit there didn't you um, but oh, yeah you know you said about that blind thing you ever seen that film dude where's my car with the blind <laughs> I've seen it when I was younger. I don't remember a blind. He's like, there, there's aliens in it. He's like, we are hot chicks. And this blind kid's like, oh, yeah, I need, I need to feel your face to see who you are. And he feels, and he starts, like, grabbing her boobs. And that. <laughs> I've not seen. But have you seen, actually, speaking of blindness, have you seen those? There's, like, a couple of thriller films of um, Be Quiet or something. Oh. Um, where there's that older man who's blind, but he's obviously got, a combat background like he's good at scrapping and whatnot he's got the moves and he's got like he's good, good at listening and what have you and people break into his house oh, and yeah. he wakes up and then... you haven't seen it no. there's a second one where he has a daughter or something and like something happens to his daughter I don't know but there's two they're actually quite good films but he can still like function as a blind because again when someone is blind for an extended period of time they can function 
Like yeah. they can function normally, but obviously, I just think you can function better when seeing. You learn to deal with it, but as a choice, if you get the choice, you I'd rather be deaf. Yeah, same. How much? Yeah, how much of your life? Then, that is, I'm looking at it like an it's an easy question, but you can never ever listen to music again. You can never hear like someone call your name again. You can never like listen to TV. You have to just read the subtitles. Like that is also, it's not that easy a decision. I think I would rather, for sure. But like, do you not listen to music? Yeah, but I suppose it's what if you're saying it's from birth, then you're never going to know any different, are you? No, no, I'm saying either. So whether it's from birth or whether it's from today, someone says to you, blind or deaf, choose, and you've lived your life. My answer would be the same. Uh, but, yeah. I think, yeah, from birth, I'd rather be deaf, but I don't know, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I probably would still stick to the being deaf. What have you got against blind people? I know, I'm, I'm semi, semi the way there myself. Uh, all right, yeah, I think I'd rather be deaf. For sure, and then you can just play on your deafness too, as well, to like ignore the misses and that's ignore people, you know. I don't know what in school, did you ever have deaf people in school? I think we had kids with hearing aids who struggled to hear, but not that, that's, that's deaf. a deaf person. That's... No, no, but what I'm talking about is like deaf because some people are deaf to the point where a hearing aid doesn't, you're just deaf, you cannot hear you go to that point where you're completely deaf and even a hearing aid doesn't help. But they do have those implant things now, I guess. Like that bird of Love Island. Yeah, mate. So no. Yeah, we have people with hearing aids, yeah. At school, all the deaf, I say all the deaf kids, large majority of them. They all congregated together. They were arseholes. I don't know why, but they just were. Like so many of them were just absolutely... Sounds like you bullied them. I didn't. I never done anything, but they were just dicks. I didn't hang around with them, but... They're just like anything they'd fucking tell on you. Like you could just be hanging around, they'd walk past CDs like they'd fucking run and tell the teacher. I'm not saying all yeah. deaf people are assholes, but my experience as a child, they were all just absolute twice. <clears throat> it's like they used deaf as, as an excuse to be an absolute dick. Yeah, that, that, that happened in my school with people like, um, it's like that episode of In Between Us where that kid's in a wheelchair. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you did get that in school. Like we had freaks and nerds who were like, they were just horrible people. And then when you were horrible back, they'd like, I got I used to get reported for bullying on occasions, right? And I'd just be like, to them, this geezer, this geezer's a wanker. Like he's horrible to people. I'm horrible to him, or he's been rude to me, so I'm fucking rude to him. Why is it bullying when I do it? Like I just have to ignore. Your wrongs don't make a right. No, no, but like same as you're saying, if someone with some sort of physical or, or mental ailment was horrid to you, I guess you can be the bigger person and just ignore them. But at that age, you just think, well, you can fuck off. But then you'll always come off second best because the teacher will be like, come on. But that's what they were like. Like you, we had kids that were dicks and then they'd be like, oh, they're going through it at home. And while I get the point of, yeah, look, they're going through shit at home and blah, 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 I just think, well, not relevant to, like he's been a prick to me it did happen at school um, but no we didn't have any congregation of horrible deaf kids chart the deaf kids were fairly normal at my school just trying to live their life not getting bullied by someone called Charlie Cannon I know I never bullied them it was the same they would they would just be most they just be absolute twats and if you ever gave it back it'd be the same thing the teacher would take their side yeah 
it, it's, that, that's the way of the world, unfortunately, though. Oh. This is a good one, too. Let's move on to the next question. Okay. A text of, would you rather get a text off a one-night stand saying she's pregnant or that she's got an incurable STD? I'm going to add, I'm going to add something to this because incurable means for life, right? Yeah. Like you, lay, like, say like HRV, you can get that now and take medication to lower the levels and still live your life, but you're always going to have it and you can live longer and whatnot, but you're always going to have it. I'm going to add to this that she, you get a text and she's pregnant and she's keeping it because that is also for life. Because you could say, oh, no, get the, the pregnant text because we could get an abortion. I'm saying she wants to keep it. So that is incurable STD for life or you're going to have to have a baby with this person. Um, you have to have the baby with the person. Like you have to. Well, you can't just leave it. Charlie. No, I'm, not, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying like you got you got to get like fucking married to this person. And no, no, no. Just you're going to have to have the baby. You can co-parent. You don't have to be together. But you're gonna cope. She says I'm gonna keep it, basically. Maybe. I don't know. I think they're both not ideal. But like, you could be in a position where you're not financially ready, mature levels. You're not ready. Like, you cannot deal with a baby. And like with a STD, with like AIDS or HIV. And then, I think when you're HIV, it's not AIDS, it's when you're HIV positive because it's something different. You can live your life very normally taking these tablets and yeah, you can't anything. pass it on to anyone. So you can have sex, you can live your life, you can get try for babies even. I think, it's I always think there. I think if you had something like that, it was guaranteed to pass on if you had unprotected. No, no, I mean, it was. No, it always was for years. But the, the drugs they have now basically allows you to live longer and they it drops the levels of the disease in your body to the point where after you take it for X amount of months, the levels start dropping, obviously, and you then get to a point where you can actually have sex without passing it on, and you can actually have babies without passing it on. It's always there, and you have to tell people you've got it, I think. You can't yes, um, say you tell someone. Some guy got arrested for it, didn't he, a few years ago? Mate, Gareth Thomas, the rugby player, got arrested. Like He's going through something at the moment now he was a pundit in one of the six nations games the other week and everyone was just like how are you giving this geezer a platform he purposely apparently had sex with someone without telling them that he had it and has passed it on and they want him done for like attempted murder because you cannot not and he knew full well that he had it and he could pass it on he didn't tell the bloke and the blokes now contracted it um so yeah you can but i don't know if that was when back before he was on the drugs or whether it's now, I'm pretty sure now the drugs are that good where you still have to tell people legally, I think. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think I was going to say from my perspective, because I'm in a relationship, I couldn't have a kid with someone else. But then it's the same result, because if you tell your missus I've got someone pregnant or tell your missus I've got an STD, it's come from the same thing. You've cheated either way. Yeah. But if I was single, you don't want HRV, do you? <laughs> you don't want you don't want that, do you? But the bait, like, imagine you're like 18, you've got no job, you're at uni. And yeah, I suppose person, if you're if you're gonna add all these extra constraints in that, then you can fucking like you can put any you can make any situation seem worse than it could be. I'm not adding constraints. 
I'm just saying, imagine in like if you were a millionaire, by all means, you'd have the baby because it wouldn't cost you nothing. But I'm saying, as a normal person, that throws a whole spanner in in the works to your life. But I feel, I feel like a lot of people do this happens to a lot of people and they figure it out. You make it work. Yeah, but people do the same with HIV now. A little bit different. I'd rather have a kid. I think I'm ready to be a dad. I'd be a good dad. I love kids. Yeah. No, I think I think the, the kid as well. Get a texter for one night stand. That woman could be a nightmare though. And she could use yeah, that kid oh, as a weapon. All right, but then yeah, to be, I suppose if you if you want to get uh like cool it's a one night stand, isn't it? So it's not like you know yeah. what they're like. They could be lovely. Especially the the UK law system does favour the woman, but mm. with that, if you're gonna like, if you if you say you have the kid and it's, that starts happening, then that's that's just another thing you got across that. But you don't have to have a life with this person, do you? Just got no. to have the kid. And if that person then tries to make you not a part of that kid's life, I suppose yeah, the would you rather doesn't really go beyond the. It doesn't think about the psychological implications of not being part of that kid's life. Exactly. And because people can use kids as a weapon very easily. And um, but I see a story as well of um, a woman in the States that told like three or four blokes they were the dad to get child support with them. And they all were seeing this kid like on various different weekends. And uh, it was on one of them, Maury or fucking Jerry Springer. But like a more, I think it was actually Judge Judy even. And he was suing her and they did a test and um, found out that he was not the child's father, basically. And he like cried and the woman laughed and the judge was just like, who the fuck are you laughing at? You don't even know who this kid's father is. And you've got a geezer here who wants to be part of this child's life and has paid for it. And you're celebrating that that's not the child's father, like shame on you. But that, that's something. So she had several blokes paying child support, all thinking that this kid was theirs, meeting up with her on weekends. Yeah, crazy. But obviously that's less relevant. I think if you had a nightmare of a mum, that would be peak and maybe worse than HIV. Um, but yeah, I think it would be the kid. Because although you don't have to have a, a relationship with the woman, she can still control the child and like, yeah, tell you to pay her for X, Y, Z. And you can't prove that the money's not actually going towards the child, etc. So, but I do agree. I think it is a tough one, but probably get that text of pregnant and keeping it. Yeah, no, I do. I suppose if yeah, like it depends how far down the would you rather rabbit hole you want to go. But I would I think we've gone far enough. At face value, I would rather someone text me saying they're pregnant. Fair. I think I'm the same, yeah. Definitely. Would you rather everyone ignored you? Or everyone was horrible to you. Both, both happened. Both have happened on this podcast. No, I don't ignore you. Um, do you know this sounds like a fucking like I'm desperate for attention, but I'd rather everyone be horrible to me. Is it horrible as in like banter, or is it horrible as in like people are actual assholes to you? No, horrible. Like proper, they were fucking leave like everyone. Back. Leave you out. Parents are horrible to you. Your friends are horrible to you. If you've got a missus, it's like uh, that woman who abused Johnny Depp. Horrible. Um, that's a, that's a tough one because I feel like either way, life's just gonna be lonely and shit, isn't it? Can... Life will be, that is actually very. I don't even know what mine would be to this because 
if you're, if you're um, everyone ignores you you are literally alone for the rest of your life you are alone like you're not no one's you can't have any friends you can't have any family really you can't have a spouse um you could still live your life yeah. i guess you, you could have like, a job where everyone ignores you and then people just don't don't acknowledge you when you're there yeah like, like you speak to someone, they ignore you. Even if you're at a shop, say they'll let you buy the thing, but just ignore, not actually speak to you. That'd be, I think, I, I think I'd probably have everyone be horrible to me because I'd just, I'll argue with people. <laughs> be horrible to me. I'll argue. No, wonder, no wonder everyone's fucking horrible to you. You're just gonna argue. With them. Um, but I, do, I think before we, when I saw the question, I was thinking I'd rather everyone ignore me because I'd just go about my life happy as Larry, but. After literally a week, you no one speaks to you, everyone ignores you like that, it would get insufferable. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because if you're just someone's be if people just being horrible to you 24-7, you're just gonna fucking have enough. I suppose if everyone's horrible to you, you do then have the option to just take a break and like Yeah. Not yourself. speak to an hour for a day. But yeah. Typical one. But to. then your loved ones being horrible to you, you wouldn't want that either. But then you don't want to be ignored by your loved ones either. No, it's too difficult. Uh, I would say, yeah, probably, probably being horrible though, because I would then just, you, you'd take so much abuse and be like, oh, do you know what? I'm just going to seclude myself for a day. Yeah, I agree. I think horrible. At least you'd have some human contact. And, um, you could go out with your mates and have a beer and they're being mean to you, but you can still be there and have your beer. Have you seen, do you remember that video of that guy that went to stag He's like, as long as I'm involved. Do you know? Yeah, what yeah. you see the brunt of the joke. Lads, 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 beer, beer, beer. Yeah, and he's like, you know, a lot of banter flying around. They're usually aimed at me. <laughs> as long as I'm involved. That one, yeah. You broke up when you were saying that, but I've, that's the person you were speaking about? Yes. Yeah. Um, would you rather be able to pause or rewind your life? Pause. Pause. Why? I don't know. I feel like if you just if you're in the it's there's it's easier to like um make so say you make a mistake and you're like ah. Oh, I wish I could do that. It's easier to make up for that mistake as you go on in the future. Like, there's not many things you can't recover from. Whereas sometimes it's nice to just pause, take the moment in. I disagree. I would go rewind what? because, so say like you've just had an argument with someone, right, and something slipped out. Okay, you said something you really, really regret, regret, regret. Rewind it. You don't say it. Right, you have the option, obviously, during that uh, argument to pause, for example, and take a breath. But when you're in the heat of the moment, you might not grab it and pause or pause your life. You might, you're in the heat of the moment, you're, you're losing your temper, um, you're going to do something. Plus, rewind. Say if someone's died in your family that you want to revisit, you can rewind and see them. Or if you want to go through a weekend of Premier League fixtures, rewind to the Friday and then put on a bet and get everything right. Earn a millions, you know. Yeah, I, sort of I suppose. Yeah, if you put it like that, then. But if, you're just going, if your only if your only purpose of rewinding is to just change the future, then yeah. But I, 
I think if you're gonna if if you can do that, but um, if you could only ever rewind just to relive a certain moment. So there you go. Yeah, I'd so, still rewind. What, if so, you could rewind but not change anything that happened or pause, I'd still do rewind because when you pause, what are you doing? If you look at it like that, it just gets harder and harder every time you go back and relive that moment because you know that when you because eventually you have to go back to the present day. You know that they're not going to be there when you get back to the present day. Yeah, but I, I agree. I would still, though, what I said is you can rewind and change the future. If the future had to stay the same, and like you say, you, you could only rewind and relive something that's happened, I'd still do that because I'd go back and relive times with like my pets that have died or relive times with my family members that have died or relive like a moment like watching the Springboks win the Rugby World Cup or watching Chelsea win the Champions League, like silly stuff like that. You could relive that moment. Whereas when you pause, pausing is also cool because... Yeah, you could literally, I'm thinking purely of like lions. You could pause and have a nap if you was tired or you could pause and like do something that's going to maybe earn you money while everyone else is paused, like rob a bank or something. Um, but like you could, yeah, there's a lot that you could do. Yeah, that also, actually might make life a lot better. Also as well. I'm thinking purely of like memories from loved ones. Yeah, but pausing, saying that, if you was to just constantly rewind, it would take what's special from that moment away because if you're just like well I can always go back and do it again that moment never becomes special it's like do you know when you go out for a really nice meal and you're like that meal is unreal and you think about that meal in the past but if you went out for that meal every single night you'd be like well, it's just fucking it's average food now it's not even that special true good memories what you because you know they're only ever going to happen once yeah, what are you pausing for, though? Rob Banks. Just trying to make you laugh better in that sense. Uh, you could pause. But no, I do. I like pause the world and fucking find a cure for cancer however, however long it takes. If you had like a family member dying or something. So if you're pausing... So there we go. That's If you're pausing, is it only you that pauses? Because I feel like you've got to apply the rules to both things. If you're going to rewind, like it's only you that rewinds. You don't like, you don't get to get put back in that moment, if that makes sense. Like Click, the film Click, when he rewinds, he's just there watching it. He's not actually changing what's happened, is he? Well, you can rewind and then put yourself into the body to relive it. Okay, then. So if you could pause, then maybe you could select a few people that you can pause with you. Like, we're just going to enjoy life for a little bit. Yeah, you could live forever. You might have changed my mind, you know. Vincent argument. Yeah, you might. I think you've changed my mind. Pausing, you could literally rob banks, become a millionaire, make your life easier. Um, pausing, you could. If you had someone dying, you could literally pause and try and find a cure or find a way to stop it happening. We could just spend yeah. some months with them. And if you could pause people with you, then yeah, you could just fuck off to like Timbuktu for a holiday while everything else is paused. You wouldn't be scared of anything either. Because you wouldn't be scared to go in the sea because everything in there is paused. Like a punch of shot. Like you could do anything, yeah. Yeah, I think you've changed my mind. I think pause, definitely. There we go, mate. Yeah, all right. Pause. You got another one? Would you rather not be able to lie or always have to lie? I.e., 
it's the same as asking, would you rather not be able to tell the truth or always tell the truth? Uh, I'd always have to lie. What, rather than not being able to lie? Do you like this food I've just cooked you? No, shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. Like, I'd, I'd always have to lie. Do you think I'm good looking? No, you're bun. <laughs> um, Do you think I'm good at rugby? No, you're shit. Uh, yeah, no, I feel I'd, I'd rather just, I'd rather, I'd rather lie to people because I feel like there's, there's nothing a, to the truth. But there's an extent to lying, isn't there? There's like little white lies. But then, uh, little fibs. It's like, I suppose it's, um, say like someone gave you a true statement, would you then have to lie about that statement? Say like someone like, they like put it basic, someone's like, is this a burger? You'd be like, no, it's toast. Would you have to be like that? Oh well, yeah, I think I only ever tell the truth, I only ever lie. Um, well, then I suppose, yeah, if you go like, if you're putting it down to that smaller detail, I'd, I'd always tell the truth. But truth can also hurt sometimes. But then if you lie all the time, then nothing's ever real. Yeah. And that's no one, no one. Can people tell you're lying? I don't know. Isn't there that film? Liar, Liar with Jim Carrey. Yes, man. And then Liar, Liar. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes, man is where he just says yes to everything. He can only say yes to things. Yeah. Whereas Liar, Liar, his son like wishes that he can't lie anymore. Yeah. I don't, I don't really have an answer. I'm going to have to sit on the fence. I don't think uh, you can do that, Bill. The whole point of would you rather is you say what you would rather do. I think both cause will cause you a lot of issues. Because yeah. being truthful sometimes is not good either. No, but I feel like you could get further being, when I say that, people that are deceitful get pretty far, than they? But Tinder swindler. Yeah, I suppose it depends. It depends on how much you value relationships with people, because if you're yeah. if you're always going to be lying in that, you're never going to build all your relationships with people are just going to be superficial. Because people don't people are going to take what you say with a pinch of salt, and they're never really going to be like one to trust you with their secrets and all stuff like that. Whereas if you're always honest, always telling the truth, you're probably going to build better relationships, have a more fulfilling life. Yeah. I agree. You've um, you've convinced me. I do think truth. I go truth. This is a good one. I will answer first. Would you rather live in a world with no disease, right, or live in a world with income equality, right? I know my answer to this one. It would be I don't really care about disease as such because we live in the UK where you don't really have disease you're jabbed for most things and the things that you aren't jabbed for like malaria or whatever you'd get jabbed for if you went into a country where you were planning to go to a country that had malaria or rabies or something right in a first world country you don't really worry too much about disease so i don't really care about disease too much and although there are countries that are disease ridden i feel like if you had income equality everywhere around the world why don't we have disease why don't first world country countries typically why are they the ones that have vaccinations and stuff because they're richer if there was income equality all over the world then those poorer countries where malaria is rife or aids is still rife because they don't have the same medicine as us or rabies is rife or whatever um 
they'd be able to sort it out. Not right away, but with income equality, probably still people will die over the next two years, but they'd be able to use money to develop drugs just like first world countries have to stop the diseases anyway. Mm. So I think income equality for me on that one. Yeah, I suppose that's a bit of a bit of a no-brainer because if you, I suppose a lot of diseases are curable, but yeah, it's funding that stops that and the conditions that people live in and things like that. But it's is it income equality? Is in there's just a universal income, so every person in every country in the world earns like fifty grand a year, regardless. I don't know. I think I wouldn't do that because that's just pure communism. But I think income equality to me, I think means I don't I, I don't agree with communism at all. I don't think everyone should earn the same. A cleaner should not earn the same as a doctor. Like it shouldn't happen. Um, in my opinion, because that doctor's gone to uni for eight years to be a doctor and he saves lives, a brain surgeon over someone who cleans toilets or something. But to me, what income equality is, is currently if you are a doctor in Pakistan you'll earn a quarter of what a doctor earns in England. If you are a cleaner in hey, Pakistan... English, doctor, English doctors earn like, for what they do. No, but like a brain surgeon would. Like uh, In other countries, in poorer countries, you earn a fraction. Like in, in South Africa even, people who do the same job as someone in England earn a fraction of what they would earn. So to me, I think if everyone doing the same job around the world got the same money, if every cleaner in the world got the same money, if every salesman in the world got the same basic salary, if every doctor in the world got paid the same, if all athletes got paid the same, that sort of thing, that's what it means to me. So there'd still be poorer people in the world, but that country as a whole would have a better economy, meaning it could fund more, because there's still poor people in the UK, right? Yeah. However, they live in a, in a country where we have the NHS, where they can get vaccinations, where they do have access to medicine, etc., which doesn't always mean that you're cured of something necessarily. Um, but if those other countries have more money and people earn more for doing the same job as that people do in the UK, then the economy as a whole would grow. And that's when you can start looking at, you know, improving the medical facilities and what have you. So to a couple of points on that, if you was uh, if you didn't take it just like a face value of a would you rather it wasn't a perfect world, if you gave everyone an equal income, like if they so say every doctor got the same, every uh, janitor got the same or whatever, then it would take, it could, I'm not saying it would 100%, but then it could take the drive of people to perform better out because the reason people try and do better and uh, innovative and make things and shit like that is because they want to do better in life and nine times out of ten it's partly monetary driven even if it's not even if they do just want to do it for the greater good so if you're saying like oh you're a brain surgeon but you're only ever going to earn 250k a year maximum yeah Fucking you only ever say you're only going only ever going to earn 250k a year maximum then it might prevent other brain surgeons from them being like, oh, I'm going to try and invent this new technique that could help remove tumours with 99% efficiency because there's nothing in it. There's, I might as well just do my job, do my job well, and I know I'm going to be set for life. Same reason yeah. like, you wouldn't set up companies that find cures for things or make life easier for people and stuff like that. I don't think it's bad for yeah, no, That's one. That's not what I meant, though. What I mean, to clarify more, is... Say, take teachers, right? 
a junior teacher earns X, someone with five years experience earns X, someone who's a head of year group earns X, a head teacher earns X. They're still tiers in a sales company, a junior earns that basic salary, uh, a trainee earns that, a senior earns this, a principal consultant earns this, a team lead earns this, a managing director earns this. Still within companies and still within professions, as you go up the ranks, you earn more. What my point is, is currently in South Africa, for example, a junior teacher would earn the equivalent of, let's say, £12,000, whereas a junior teacher here will earn £28,000. That's more what I mean. So you still have tiers within companies. Like, let's go take rugby, for example. A Saracens player who doesn't play for England earns less than England internationals earn. But they still earn a decent wage and they probably earn more than a pro rugby player who plays in Tonga or in Italy or in Scotland, for example. Right. That's what I'm saying, though. So you can still earn more in your profession. You still you still go up the ranks in a company as a doctor. You still come in and start off on A&E and then maybe you're a GP or you specialize into something like neuroscience, etc. And you move up. But my point is more whether it's a junior teacher or a senior teacher you earn the same as other junior teachers around the world. And then when you go up to senior, everyone earns the same around the world as a senior teacher with the same level of experience. All the head teachers earn the same. All the cleaners on the same level earn the same. All the doctors of a neuroscience professional will probably earn more than a GP or a A&E doctor, but all the neuro, like brain surgeons earn the same, that sort of thing. Yeah. You get what I mean? Yeah, I get, but then it's that same argument. Would it then stop? it would stop the drive for competition in the set or it'd be like once I've reached the maximal level, there's no need to try and push it further. So if you was to say like across the board education got paid the same, the reason there's outstanding schools in that is because, and they earn so much money, these private schools and that's because they have such ex- exceptional like educators and people are always trying to be like the next best thing in education and stuff like that. Whereas if you're like, it doesn't matter where I work, and as soon as I reach that top level, that's it. It's cool. I don't have to try and be better than I am. I can just done. Yeah, but I don't think. Do you know there is I think I think to, the equal income thing would be good, but it's like you have a base salary, which is like every to so say you come in at an entry level and you're like, cool. Everyone is going to get X amount, but from there, growth is like um, unlimited. You can. There's no ceiling to it. So as long as you consistently perform better and can prove that you're better, then your earning potential is something yeah. everyone comes in at a base salary. Yeah, but that's fine. Even in the example that you said, so if you're in South Africa working at the number one school in South Africa, you should earn the same as what a teacher would earn working at the number one school in England. You can still have things like that. Just because you're a teacher, you're a teacher working for a shitty state school, and a teacher working for another shitty state school in a poorer country is going to earn the same as you. If you're a teacher earning 10 grand more because you're at a posh private school that's one of the top in the country, I'm just saying that needs to correlate because currently I'm saying the poorer countries around the world. What even was the question? So income equality or, or no disease. Yeah. So that's what income equality is to me. You may not, again, as a teacher, taking that example, yeah, naturally you're going to earn less than a teacher who's at a private school. But I'm saying you used to learn more than a, probably a teacher who lives in India at, who works at private school for yeah. working at a shitty state school in England. That's So that's the income equality for me. Um, so I would go income equality, I think. Yeah, fair. I suppose, yeah, it's not a bad idea. But 
it's just the wider implications of it, isn't it? And the reason that certain countries get paid more and all things like that is obviously how like powerful the country is and how much they're they're worth as a country. The reason other countries don't have as much is because they're not they don't have as much political political power. Is that the right? They don't have as much pull as other countries. Mm. So if it's you true. start doing that, then I suppose it makes every country neutral in that sense that there's no there'd be no there'd never be a reason to go chase chase something in another country if you know you're going to be able to live a great life in the country that you currently live in. Yeah. I'm sure the Conservative Party would like that as well because it would stop the votes. <laughs> but yeah. This is so on the face of this one, this like in my head when I see this question, I thought, yeah, obviously this. But then when you deep it a bit more, you'll so we are going very deep. No, no, but would you rather live the rest of your life in the wilderness or in prison? Every, you'd say the first thing that goes in your head naturally is wilderness because it's not prison. Yeah. But like realistically, in the actual wilderness of the world, you'd die within probably a couple of days. All right. Okay. So yeah. you're not like you're not Bear Grylls or you're not Shaka Zulu back in the day who lived in the wilderness. You are it's just a normal man. Shaka Zulu. What? Who's that? King Shaka, uh, old Zulu chief. Anyway, um, you're you're you, right? You've you're used to technology. You're used hey, to. I was in. I was in fucking Cubs when I was a kid, so I've got. Yeah, some, I I'm Starfire. not. But no, when you deep it, my head goes, "Yeah, well, I, I don't want to live in prison for the rest of my life," because in prison you will, pro unless you're murdered or something, you will probably live a long time in prison, which is peak. But you go into the wilderness, you realistically like you're just dropped, say in this um, fucking the Sahari or whatever, or in, in the desert, or in out like in Kruger National Park in South Africa, you just drop there, or in Botswana where lions and zebras and shit still roam freely, you're going to be dead within probably a few days, realistically. Okay. So Even if it's moving into like, as in, in like super cold countries where you're living in an igloo and catching fish, you're probably still going to die. You don't have the means to survive, if you get what I mean. I don't know, mate. I think, but yeah, I suppose you got us. It's where, like, what prison are you getting dropped into? Because, do you, do you see that, um, what's that program on Netflix? World's Toughest Prisons. Mm. With that geezer in it. Um, but so he went to this prison. I think it was in Cyprus on one of the episodes. And it's, it's like a fucking five star hotel. It's so, yeah. it's so nice. And then you got like, um, in a lot of, uh, is it Scandinavian countries like Scandinavian, Norway? Like Norway, yeah, they've got prisons that. that are literally like just apartments. Yeah, that's and it. And they'll like people get let out on day release to go work, work. and then come like, like people. I, I see the the one in Norway where like some bloke even was given an evening release and he could stay at home and he was taking out a woman on a date and he was given day release to go and go on a date with a woman. Like it's yeah. So obviously, if it's that prison for the rest of your life, then. Yeah. Great, yeah, but you, let's just you, say bog standard prison. Bog standard prison. So not like the most extreme or horrid, just a bog standard prison in the UK. You can't do that nice shit we're talking about, but you're not surrounded. You're not on like death row in the States or something, which is horrendous. Uh, or if you're, if you're in the wilderness, can you, do you get to be with anyone else or are you secluded for the rest of your life? I guess you could be, you could be, yeah. Be with someone right, else. Cool. Yeah. Take your missus, have a couple of kids. 
you get dropped in if you get dropped in like a bog standard forest for example we're not talking about extreme conditions or nothing then yeah i think but you don't have wilderness is those extreme conditions like you don't have wilderness in england you can't go to the little forest at the end of your road or <laughs> that's not wilderness well, uh, an American wilderness would be like forests and mountains and shit. Yeah, but their wilderness, like in Montana or like Oregon, isn't just like our... That is actual wilderness where you're absolute miles from anything. You don't really have that in the UK. Mm. Like, I don't think the UK has wilderness. What, do you have like Thorndon County Park? The um, Lake District. No, I mean, like, I would. Uh... So I think you've got to think of those extremer, because even in in the states where they have those forests, you can be tens of miles deep with no contact surrounding you, tens of miles, and you are properly in the wilderness because America's so big. Mm. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, it depends. If like if you could be with someone and you had the means to survive, like even if it was basic stuff. Then yeah, well, I, people do it, don't they? People do go live in the wilderness. Yeah, I would probably choose that as well because again, you could go with your missus or or whatever. Well, you um, and if you could survive, it'd be a no-brainer. Not wanting to drop the soap. Yeah. Um. Or dropping it on purpose, but <laughs> the like. Have you <laughs> seen the film? Sometimes that's you, mate. Like Lost. Have you watched Lost? No, I've never seen it. I know like they survived there. And there's a film, I think, called Blue Lagoon where a young couple like are abandoned on this peng resort-looking island and they basically have to live themselves. But you get through it. If you couldn't get through it and actually live and survive, then it would be a no-brainer. But when I think wilderness, I'm thinking, imagine you're just getting dropped into the desert or like into the jungle well, in South the, America. The desert's or, different though, isn't it? Because the desert is barren. Like There's no life in the desert. Like you're you are you're somewhere like that, you're fucked because there's no water or very, very hard to come by water, but barely any animals that you could like hunt and eat. So yeah, what, true. you have to you'd have to like wilderness, you there'd have to be even if you necessarily wasn't good at it, there'd have to be the means to like there'd be like possibility for a shelter like that you can make. There's water source, there's plenty of things to eat. True. If you're given equal opportunity to survive, I think I'd take the wilderness. Yeah, I will take wilderness for sure. Like, fuck spending the rest of your life in prison. Um, but I just think it depends what wilderness. But you can't choose. This is just oh. would you rather. You could say yes to it, right? And they could drop you in one of the worst wildernesses in the world. Right. And then you would die. But you could also just maybe be in we a, should start. Maybe we should start a company. You can, would you, you rather? You can survive. Things. But you're just in the wilderness. It's different from being in like a proper, like in Australia, in the outback in Australia, you can survive. There are the means to survive, but there's so many venomous things and so many predators that can kill you. But then that's like the outback in Australia, you're you talking about getting dropped in the outback. Oh yeah, just that's the wilderness that they choose you. So yeah, if you would like that, that's the same sort of thing. It's just fucking barren, isn't it? Like there's, it's just a desert. And if you couldn't choose, then yeah, I suppose it would be, You'd choose, pri you'd choose prison for the guarantee that you'd just go to a normal prison. But, but would you want to live there? 
or would you? I think I'd take the risk still. What you take your chances of just dying in the desert? Well, I'd take the risk and hope that the wilderness I get sent to isn't that. I guess you can't choose, but living the rest of your life in prison because you, you you're not then with your loved ones either. Get so say you've got a wife, she visits you once a week, probably forgets Con- about you and shags the neighbour. Con- conjug- conjugal visit is that what it's called? Yeah, you can get those. I think that's only for special occasions. Well, I don't even know if they're a thing in the UK either. I don't think I've ever heard a story of it happening. I don't, I don't frequent too many prisons, films. to be fair. I don't know about you. No, no, but it's always in American films and American series that are based around prison, whereas when you have like a UK film that's in prison, it's never mentioned, or a documentary or whatever. So I don't even know it's a thing, but I'm going to look it up. They do not allow conjugal visits in the UK. However, home visits with a greater emphasis on blah, 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 where the prison would be returned are allowed. So... I guess if you had a home visit, you could shag. Um, if that's what you cared about, I personally wouldn't. But right, this is my last one. And then Charles got the only one that he's input into the conversation, but it's a good one to end on. Would you rather know what people are thinking about you constantly or have people say it to your face if they're thinking about you, negative or positive? Uh, so is that kind of like being able to read people's minds? Yeah, you can either read someone's mind when they're thinking negatively about you, for example, or when they're thinking negatively about it, they always have to come and say it to your face. I would be, I would take the read in their mind. Would you? Yeah, mate, imagine if like, imagine how shit it'd be like someone's standing there and just thinking like, you're right, cunt, like, I fucking hate you, you absolute dickhead. And they just walk up, you with all your mates, they just come up to you and say, it. you're like, oh, cheers, mate, fucking every time. Whereas if you could read someone's mind, you'd be like, oh, do you know what? I want the aggro, I can just avoid that person. No, I couldn't, I couldn't take that. I'd rather someone say it to my face, I think. Because like you're sitting there and someone is, is thinking, let's say you're at a family meal and someone is thinking, like, Charlie's an absolute cunt, like he's just a failure, he's, he's like, a horrible. Like, like your mum with you at every family meal. <laughs> They, again don't project your own issues onto me um but that so that this person's at a meal with you and you can hear them saying thinking it but they're not saying anything to you you can't then be horrible to that person or confront that person because what do you say i can read your mind you're, you're thinking about me maybe creeped out then and never think anything negative again you're saying no no because you're saying that you wouldn't care but you would you'd get to a point where you would Whereas if, if someone said to me, I'd defend myself and I'd say, wang on geezer, first of all, X, and I'd argue with them about it and say, why do you think this? Or what, what's, what's happened? What's your problem? And I'll argue with them about it. But someone there is just thinking horrible things about you and you're there. You can't even say anything to them about it. I mean, you could. What? Oh, I've read your mind. No, you'd just be like, looking at him, you'd be like, you're right, mate. You sound wrong. Then someone goes, yep, yeah. no, no, I'm fine. I know you're fucking lying, mate. If you, mate, if you think, is it only, is it only ever negative as well, or is it negative and positive? Well, I think positive's not really. I don't. It wouldn't. See, I think you're just looking for drama. That's what it is. No, because I think if someone says something positive to you, you like it, and if someone thinks something positive about you, you'd like it as well. You, you wouldn't need that person necessarily to say it to your face. If someone was thinking nice things about you, you'd still feel happy. So yeah. I think that one doesn't really matter whether they say it to your face or think about it if you know that it's there. 
just but if it's negative hold that thought for two seconds my laptop's about to run out of battery but yeah no I'd go for face to need with us I mean, I'd go for face to wrap that one up because I'd think you, it would it would make you angry like say in your example you're at the pub with your mates and someone just comes up to you and starts giving it to you that that pisses you off yeah, but everyone knows why it's pissed you off, and they've seen that person. If you're just there and one of your mates is thinking something horrible about you constantly, it will still annoy you, but you can't actually do anything about it. And you're then grumpy, and your mates might think you're being a dick, etc. I think it'd be too much to have people, because people must think negatively all the time, I guess, and it would just frustrate you. I think it would frustrate me more to have someone across me thinking negative, negatively about me, not saying anything. Than it would if they just said, "Well, I don't like this," or "I think you're a dick because you've done this." And then I'd say, like, well, "Why?" Thoughts all the time, no matter what. Or is it like you have to be looking at someone and they, and then you can hear their thoughts? No, everyone's thoughts negative. I guess if they're around, you know, like because yeah. if someone lives in fucking Timbuktu, they're not going to get on a flight and come and say it to your face, are they? So I guess people, just people that you're with, maybe. Yeah, but now I suppose like on that part, if you. Imagine if you're out and about and you've just got fucking like 50 people come up to you on a night out and be like, oh, I think you're a twat every time. And then you've got your mate standing there like, are you going to have this? Like, so people are just coming up to you, giving it all the time. You're going to get riled up. Like, it's, more so of, have it. it's more of a recipe for disaster, whereas you can uh, can rise above it more if you just... Yeah, but like, that's probably the only situation that I wouldn't mind it in a club because... I would go up to people and say, you've just thought that I'm a cunt in your head or you've just thought this about me in your head. Watch yourself. And it would creep them out. But like when you're at a family meal, you can't say, I'm a mind reader and I just heard what you said. I wouldn't mind it in a club because I would do that if people are thinking about you. But I'd go say it to your face, I think, definitely. But uh, that's just me. Yeah, it's fair enough. Yeah, I'd go, I'd go to mind reading. Right, so last would you rather question. Would you rather know when you're going to die or how you're going to die. How? Why? Because I think there's still... I think... I think how? I think because there's still mystery and you're not counting down to your death someone tells you oh you die of cancer or you get hit by a car or you have a heart attack or you do this or whatever whatever method it is you get murdered like whatever it could, it could be horrific it could be you drown like it could be whatever there's still a mystery and you're not counting down the days let's say you get told you die in 10 years time you are literally counting down to that day every single day thinking i've only got nine years left oh, I've only got eight and a half years left I've only got eight years left and you're just counting down to that date constantly in your head and it could be in six months time in which case the last six months of your life is going to be dreadful whereas if someone tells you you get hit by a car you're not thinking of the time so you're still enjoying your life and you're not then realistically going to avoid ever driving or ever being near cars because you get told you get hit by a car I think you just sort of live your life still whereas with that date if it was like, oh, the date you die is when you're 95, then there's no issues because you're like, well, you know, I've got, that's a good innings. But it's more of an issue if the date's in a couple of years or if it's in 10 years or if it's when you're 60, which is relatively young to die. I think you don't enjoy your life because you're constantly focused on that. You're working towards that date that you know in your head that you're going to die. Yeah. I think I wouldn't want to know the date. If you told me the method, 
I'd be like, cool. Cool. Uh, see, I think, I think it could go the other way in the sense, if you knew how, then a lot of people would avoid that situation. Like, if you'd be like, okay, yeah, you get hit by a car. People would avoid going near roads and stuff like that. Whereas, it's my view and it would be, if I knew when I was going to die, I'd just start fucking, like, enjoying my life to that absolute maximum and leaving, like, leaving people, the people that like, I care about and that in the best possible situation. Whereas if you're like, oh, yeah, you get hit by a car and it turns out you die tomorrow, you fucking, like, you walk out your front door, you're dead. And it's like, oh, cool. Yeah, I knew I was going to die like that, but I didn't know I was, I didn't know it was going to happen tomorrow. Yeah, but what would you do your last day of your life if you knew the date was tomorrow? Fucking Cry and be miserable. No, I'd have the best day of my life. That's, that's, know, that's your perception on it, though, isn't it? That's how you think. That's how, if you feel like that, then that's the sort of day you're going to have. Whereas I think some people, including myself, would be like, fucking sick. Last day of your life. Cram in as much as you can. You talk hogwash. You get told you're dying tomorrow. And you're going to be like, oh, cool, I'm going to have What are you going to do? All your mates are at work. Your family's at work. What are you going to do? I'll find, a, a, Chinese... I'll find like... a few of my mates who went, I'm going to die tomorrow, mate. They'd probably try and figure out a way to get out of work. Well, there you go. You're, you're a nutter. <laughs> well, I mean, we're living in a would you rather world, so people know these are absolutes. Because if True. you turn around to someone when I'm going to hit, I'm going to get hit by a car, that's how I'm going to die. They'd be like, are you fucking, are you sure, mate? Yeah, but then you're saying about, oh, so you'd avoid cars. If you get told you're going to die of cancer, you're not avoiding anything. Yeah, but you're not dreading something. You're still just living your life and saying 50 years you're going to get diagnosed with cancer or you're going to have a heart attack, but it's not from eating unhealthy food. It's just going to be random. So you're not then going to try and live a healthier life, let's say, because the heart attack isn't from that. It's just a random heart attack. You're not going to live your life any differently. Something like getting hit by a car. Yeah, you're going to, people would try and avoid roads and avoid cars and whatnot and it would affect your life but if it was just like cancer or heart attack or you die in your sleep you just go to sleep one night in old age and never wake up or okay. if it's a plane crash i then would actually never get on a plane again but <laughs> the plane would then come crashing into your house or something so i don't know i still think method because i think there's a few methods that would change your life like getting hit by a car or choking on a fucking steak you'd never eat steak again for the rest of your life but i think say it's just a disease or it's of old age or it's whatever then you wouldn't yeah, change anything in, your in life. that in that situation then it wouldn't really even matter if you was and then it wouldn't matter either way because it'd be like well, if you found out when and it was like you're not going to die to you in 95 you'd be like cool i'll just carry on living life as is I, I yeah, think but that's was like, say say you found out that your company was firing loads of people and you were on that list to be fired but they didn't tell you when it was going to happen. That whole day, every time someone comes to speak to you, you're like, fuck, this is it. Oh, fuck, this could be it. This could be it. This could be it. This could be it. Whereas if you know exactly the time and place, you'd be like, okay, cool. You can prepare yourself for it. You'd be like, I'm going to get fired at 3 p.m. today. And then you'd be like, do you know what? I'm going to fucking empty the company's bank accounts in the meantime and... No, no, I think we have just different perspectives. If I was told you're going to be fired at 3pm tomorrow, I'd be pissed off and I'd do fuck all my last day of work. So fuck you. If you're told you're going to get fired at some point, you could be at that company for 10 more years. We're interested. You could be at that company for 10 more years. 
before you get fired. You're just going to get fired at some point, or you're given a specific date. Now it's ten years. You're going to be you're going to be on edge, thinking, "Oh, what's the fucking point? I'm going to get fired soon anyway." Oh, because in that ten years, you could get four promotions, earn a fucking mint, and then get made redundant during yeah. hard times. You, you could still have a lot of good times in that ten years. Doing all of this stuff, and then you were doing all this stuff for this company, and then one day, just out of the blue, they'd be like, "You're fired." By the way. And you're like, well, I've just done all of that for absolutely nothing. Well, no, but it's not for nothing because you've earned a fuckload of money yourself. But you've just been sacked. Yeah, but you've been sacked in but 10 years after earning a million. We're making this too much about work. If it's like when it's to death, when it comes to death. No, my, my answer is the same. I would rather know the method and not the time. Otherwise, I think I would constantly be... Um, like, say, in that same example... Again, if I'm told you're going to get fired, but we don't know when, I'd find it easier to continue as normal. If I was told you're going to get fired in exactly 10 years, I'm counting down to that date in my head. Same with the death thing. If I know the date, I'm counting down to that date. Again, if it is when you're 96 of old age, that's very different, but you run the risk of it not being, and I'd rather know the method of death than the yeah, countdown, that's, basically. That's fair enough, yeah. I think I'd just rather know the dates so than I could... Plan my life accordingly. Yeah. Well, how do you plan your life now? Well, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I don't know when I'm going to die, so I just kind of live life. What is your life plan, though? When's marriage and kids? I know, mate. I've got, I've got to meet someone, but fucking hell, it's so like my mum. <laughs> uh, we only want the best future. Up. But yeah, no, I think we, our perspectives are different on that one. So I'd I'd want the method and not the time, because um, I wouldn't want to be counting down. Yeah, because well, because in the same actually I'm not ended. In the same sense, when you leave your house in the morning, you're saying you want to know the time and not the method, because if you knew you were hit by a car, you'd avoid cars or whatever. But every day when you leave your house, you could get hit by a car. Every time you get on a plane, there is a minuscule, but there is a chance that the plane could crash. There is always a chance you could develop some sort of cancer. Yeah. So all of these dangers are there anyway. All it is is you know which method is going to get you. I feel like you're eventually. a bit pedantic with the whole method thing now. No, why? <laughs> you're fucking nitpicking at it. No. Okay, then. But you then, then, then car any day you like. But imagine, okay, then, so it's you... It's to say you know the method, but you can't. Let's say it's a method like car crash or you get killed by someone or something like that, but you never know when it's going to happen. Every time you're in a car or you're in a situation where you're just on your own, things like, or you could you could be murdered, you're always going to be thinking, fuck, is this it? Is this it? Am I going to die now? Whereas if you knew the exact day, you'd be like, cool, right, it's coming up. I'll make my peace. Mm. yeah different perspectives and I think we can convince one another but yeah that was a good one to end on thanks for the 10 people who've made it this far on this pixelated zoom put a proper clickbaity click title um, on this episode yeah for sure